This is Generation Justice, a multimedia project that trains youth to harness the power of media. I'm Matthew Brown. And I'm Alicia Hernandez. Tonight, we continue our discussion on the importance of voter registration and the upcoming local elections. We hear from Andrea Serrano, an activist and community organizer from Organizers in the Land of Enchantment, or Olay for short. You'll also hear from several organizers who attended a local event, Tacos, Cumbia y Democracia, which was organized by Olay to promote civic engagement and voter participation here in New Mexico. Tonight, we hope to both inform and inspire you to become civically engaged in our state's local elections, as well as next month's national election. It's been a long year, but we're almost there. To ease our approach to that final stretch, here's Gone to November by Wycliffe Jean. Every time I make a run, girl, you turn around and cry. I ask myself why, oh why? See, you must understand, I can't work a nine to five, so I'll be gone till November, said I'll be gone till November, I'll be gone till November, you tell my girl you I'll be gone till November, I'll be gone till November, I'll be gone till November, you tell my girl you I'll be gone till November. With both local and national elections around the corner, organizers in our community are working tirelessly to promote voter participation here in New Mexico. Andrea Serrano is one of those leaders. Through her work with Olay, the organizers in the land of enchantment, Voter education and accessibility have been at the forefront of their efforts. Recently, my co-host Matthew had the opportunity to sit down with Andrea to discuss the importance of local elections and the communities Olay engages to promote voter participation. Here's journalism fellow Matthew Brown with Andrea Serrano. This is Matthew Brown with Generation Justice, and I'm here with activist and community organizer Andrea Serrano. It's a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you for having me. So to start off, I was wondering if you could just please introduce yourself and also some of the organizations that you represent. So again, my name is Andrea Serrano, and I am a community organizer with Olay, and that stands for Organizers in the Land of Enchantment. We're a nonprofit organization based here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, and I was wondering, could you tell us a little bit more about some of the work that Olay does here in New Mexico and some of the communities that you're involved with? Yeah, definitely. Olay is an organization that's really rooted in economic justice, racial justice, and gender justice. That's the center of our work. And the way we manifest that work is by working in three major areas. So um, organizing parents, center owners, and early ed teachers to make early education accessible to every child in the state of New Mexico, but to also pay teachers a, wage, a living wage as well as help locally owned, women owned early ed centers be sustainable by being reimbursed by the state at a fair rate um, and helping businesses thrive. And so that's our early ed work. We also are part of Healthy Workforce ABQ. We are running a ballot initiative to put paid sick leave on the ballot. That will be in 2017. And it would mean that 107,000 workers in Albuquerque would have access to earn paid sick leave. And then um, we also offer classes for people who are becoming citizens. We also have a lawyer who um, they can consult with on their application. We also do DACA, the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. We offer assistance um, filling out their DACA application. And Olay is a member-based organization. That means that 
um, our members join our organization to be part of a movement, and that movement is creating change, not just for Albuquerque, but really creating change throughout our state. You know, our members go up to Santa Fe during the legislative session, talk with policymakers. They interact with policymakers on, you know, on the municipal level. And all of that is really important. Having a diverse membership is really important. And when we when we center race and gender and economic justice, really what we then begin to have is a conversation about intersectionality. And that's what's really important at the work at LA. Absolutely. And so one of the things that you said that really stuck out to me was kind of providing this space or this platform for communities to empower themselves. And so recently, um, I had the privilege of attending uh, one of the events that you guys organized, uh, Tacos, Cumbia y Democracia. Mm -hmm. um, I was wondering if you can tell us a little bit about that event, what went into organizing it, and also what you hoped to come out of it. Yeah, um, you know, we as a staff are always looking for different ways to engage with our membership and with our community. And at one point we started talking about it would be great to have an event that's for our community, for the family, you know, the whole family and where we can also talk about voting. You know, we had, we kind of had a, a rough idea of what we wanted to do, like, oh, let's do a taco truck, you know, in reference to the whole taco trucks on every corner, um, you know, and making that a really positive thing. And so we planned it in a week. Like, oh, really? It, yeah, because by the time we had a member meeting... And then we realized when the voter registration right, deadline right. was, we said we have to do this really fast because our members, all of them said like a priority was voter registration. Absolutely. They were talking about, you know, friends and family members who either weren't registered to vote or who had problems registering, weren't sure if they were registered, didn't know how to find out if they were registered. And so that's, um, you know, we started calling the barricade company and working with the city to close off the street. And, you know, they, they worked with us. Um, really quickly, to their credit, and we found a taco truck. But it what was great about it was so many people, I was actually working in the voter registration booth, and I had so many people coming up and asking to check their voter registration, who needed to register to vote, who didn't know how to vote. Um, we gave out lots of information on early voting sites, and we had sample ballots printed so we could show people how you actually fill out a ballot making sure people know that the ballot is both si is double sided mm -hmm. the the you know um giving information for people for returning citizens so people who were pre previously incarcerated giving them information to find out how to restore their voting rights that's something a lot of people don't know absolutely is that if you committed a felony a lot of times people think they just automatically lose voting rights for life that isn't true you can restore your voting rights you just have to know how um and so all of that to say it was just an event where it felt like people were really engaged and relaxed and having a really good time and asking lots of questions about voting. We know that voting isn't the be-all and end-all of creating change, but we do know that it's a component, and it's a big component, and there are definitely forces out there. Um, and I don't, I don't mean to make it sound like this shadowy forces. I mean, it's very real. There is consistent disenfranchisement of voters through legislation, through voter ID laws, through making voting really hard, um, because there are people who don't want our communities to vote, who don't want working New Mexicans to vote or people of color to vote or new citizens. And so the more we can do to push back against that idea, um, that's how we contribute to making change. And it doesn't end there. It doesn't end with the vote. Then it's about engaging the people that we do elect and and creating um, dialogue and creating space for members, 
for our community to interact with policymakers. I think sometimes we look at policymakers as being very far away. Um, they're people that we see on TV, and so therefore we think that we can't talk to them when really many, all policymakers are pretty accessible. You just have to call and make an appointment with them. Mm-hmm. It might take a while to get an appointment, right. but you know they are accessible, but it's about really helping our community to be really comfortable doing that. So kind of shifting gears a little bit from the event to the politics itself, um, what is your opinion of the political climate in this election season? I mean, a lot of people, myself included, are going to be voting for the first time in our lives in November, and we're kind of, you know, disenfranchised. We don't know how to feel. We're a little bit afraid, and it's there's just a lot of energy. And so I'm wondering, as someone who's really done the work in our community, what, what is it that you see, and what do you notice about it? It's really easy to just give up on voting or to not even engage with it. To It's really easy to have this idea that, um, you know, nothing's going to change anyway, so why why participate? And that's really what folks want. You know, when we talk about money in politics, when we talk about, you know, the fact that, oh, there's no difference between the candidates or, oh, there's no difference between the two major parties and we need a multi-party system. Well, you know, all of those things require a ton of work. Absolutely. And they require being engaged. And so, you know, it's really easy to throw your hands up and just say, I'm, I'm done. I don't want to do this. I don't want to participate. It takes a lot more work to be engaged, but the work is worth it. You know, it doesn't mean that any office is ever going to be ideal. We're never going to get exactly what we want. And, and, I, and I don't say this, in, you know, to mean like, oh, so we just need to compromise. What I do mean to say is that we don't get exactly what we want, but we have to be willing to fight. I can tell you, it's harder to work with people who are against you. Right. That's, it's, it's almost a non-starter. Um, than it is to work with people who are willing to listen to the community. And the way you get those people in is not just by voting for them, but it's by cultivating. So kind of going off of that, um, what are some campaigns here in New Mexico that our listeners should be paying attention to? The House of Representatives. And so, you know, in, in 2014, the House flipped to being a Republican majority. And that's why we saw things like the special session being focused on crime bills that, one, cannot be decided in just a few days' time, things like the death penalty. But two, you know, that was all distraction to keep us from paying attention to the fact that we are in a $500 million deficit in our state. What that means is that there are cuts that are happening to the schools, to UNM, to CNM, NMSU, all of the universities in the in the state, um, healthcare. All of our vital services, everything is receiving a pretty harsh cut. And that's because we have lawmakers who um, would rather give tax cuts to out-of-state corporations. And how that affects everyday New Mexicans is exactly that loss in services. Um, you know, really, we, we need to get our priorities straight. And so the House of Representatives is the race to watch Um there are four districts that Olay is working in. Right now, we're really looking at N- Natalie Figueroa, who is running against Nate Gentry, Damon Eli, who's running against Paul Pacheco. We're also really looking at Liz Thompson's race and Anne Romero. And those are races that Olay is working on independently. So we work on those independent from the actual candidate. We don't coordinate with them. Um, and Olay has the capability to be able to do that. And so what's really great about that is we have a canvas that's out talking to the community, talking to voters. We're, you know, we're in our communities. We don't have the money that Susana Martinez has, um, which is, you know, 
millions and millions of dollars, but we have community power. We have people power. And what that means is that we are having face-to-face conversations. And that makes such a difference because, you know, again, it's about really talking about candidates who are, who are invested in New Mexico, who care about the work that we're doing here, um, who, who care about our communities. And so those four races are really key. You know, our Senate passed a budget in one day. Mm-hmm. They didn't waste time. They didn't waste taxpayer money. Um, and, and, you know, we want to continue building a Senate and building a house that is going to work with the people. And, you know, look, we have philosophical differences all the time with candidates. But what it really comes down to is as a body, is the body working for the community? And right now, the body of the House of the Representatives is not working in the best interests of our community. And, you know, when we register people to vote, um, you know, we don't ask them who they're voting for. We don't we we're more invested in the fact that people should just be registered regardless of who they're going to vote for. But we also have the opportunity to talk with people and we have the opportunity to talk about um, the candidates that Olay members and have endorsed. So just to kind of bring it back a little bit, um, you know, for those people that do feel like their voice doesn't matter in this election or it's this candidate or that candidate, there really is a lot of work here in New Mexico that's being done, and there are a lot of important races happening, and that's where we should be shifting some of our focus because that's where we're going to see the most immediate change as soon as possible. Yeah, we we should definitely be looking at our local races. Once again, you know, um, we have some champions, both in the House and the Senate, um, who who are really working on behalf of our community, but they can't do it by themselves. And so, you know, when we talk about these really vital races, again, it isn't just the people that we elect, it's also the communities. You know, as, as everyday citizens, every one of us has the right to talk to our elected officials. Whether or not they agree with us is a whole other issue, but we have the right to at least face-to-face say, this is what I believe in, and, and I need you to know that, right? Because then, just like they feel far away from us, we as constituents feel far away from them if we are not if we don't if we're not always making our presence known and we have every right to do that and that's why this is so important these races are so important but you know really when it comes down to it when it comes down to registering people to vote giving people voter information you know we don't ask it isn't a condition mm-hmm. right there's no condition we register anybody who wants to be registered to vote regardless of their party affiliation we register anyone who wants to register to vote we believe in voting we believe that it's important but we also believe in building our community and, and, you know, those are the most important pieces of it. Thank you so much for speaking to that, Andrea. And it is a privilege to have you here at Generation Justice. So, again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is Matthew Brown with Generation Justice. Andrea, thank you so much for your energy, your positivity, and your commitment to working families in New Mexico. Through the work you've done with Olay, so many New Mexicans will be engaging in this year's electoral process, many of whom are voting for the first time. Thank you, Andrea, for all the work you and Olay have done throughout New Mexico. What stood out the most to me was Olay's focus on the importance of intersectionality. It's really easy to rally behind our own communities for a good cause, but sometimes we often forget about our brothers and sisters who are fighting on the same fight, just in a different banner. It's important we hold on to the fact that we're all in this together. Amen to that. Now, to everyone's collective relief, we are reaching the final stretch in this year's election. As a reminder to those listening to hold on to just a little faith, here's Don't Stop Believin' by Journey. 
Welcome back. For those of you just joining us, we've been discussing the importance of community through a lens of civic engagement. This means promoting the quality of life in our community on a both social and political level. But what does that process actually look like? Recently, the organizers of Olay partnered up with El Centro de Igualdad y Derechos, Juntos, and Strong Families New Mexico to host an event called Tacos, Cumbia y Democracia. The goal of this event was to provide an accessible and inclusive space to inform our community on voting rights, registration, and how to engage in our local and presidential elections. What better way to do that than by incorporating tacos and music? Now, we bring you the voices from organizers and community members who attended the, the event. First, we hear from Vanessa Garcia on what's at stake in this year's election, as well as Kristen Gamboa, Maria Gonzalez, and Haya Nugalde. First up, here's Vanessa Garcia. It is extremely frustrating uh, on the ends of how we're coming back to like the 60s or everything we fought and people just not even appreciating another human being for what they are. And just the racism is just very like disheartening and makes me like frustrated too, just because I'm a, obviously a person of color. So it feels like these are my issues that affect me as well. So it can be a scary and you're like, dang, I didn't think this would ever like affect me, you know, but it's extremely frustrating. And I just feel like we've progressed so much. And then I don't know, and then it's like bringing us back to places that a lot of us don't want to be. The future for our immigration, for women's rights, our voting rights, everything that we stand for, um, I think just everything that possibly that was been fought for for over the cent like years um, everything is at stake for our future for our future generations go out and vote your vote matters and make your voice heard don't think that if one your one vote won't uh, matter because it absolutely critically does so go vote my name is Kristen Gamboa. I am a part of Olay, New Mexico, which stands for Organizers in the Land of Enchantment. Uh, my name is Jaén Ugalde. I'm here with, with Juntos, uh, our air, our water, nuestro aire, nuestro viento. E, and we are here in solidarity with Olay, with SWAP, with Strong Families, with El Centro de Igualdad y Derechos. Uh, my name is Maria Gonzalez, and I uh, stand for OLE, Organizers of the Land of Enchantment. Yes, so OLE New Mexico is one of the main organizations spearheading this taco party slash voter education event. We're calling it Tacos, Cumbia, and Democracia. So basically, we just, we invited the whole community out to come and learn about the voting process. Put people together to get to gather information about the election that we have in November, uh, information about how to vote, register to vote, uh, uh, citizenship uh, classes, uh, inform people about you know the new stuff we have in this election. This election is going to be a historic election. Civic engagement is is our duty as undocumented immigrants, 
as refugees, as immigrants from different parts of the world living in the United States. I think it's, it's everybody's duty and all over the world. But when I go out and speak into the community, people don't know who to vote for. People that usually just vote one type of party are completely confused. And that's with people all across the country, actually. I have family in from Maine, and they're just as equally confused when normally they're super conservative. Because uh, as a minority, as a Hispanic, I, need, I, I feel I need to inform people about the difference. And they need to know what what uh, they standing, what uh, the, every candidate is going for, and how it's going to affect us as a, as a minority. We need to look at the bigger picture. So whoever we vote into presidency will be nominating our Supreme Court justices, which then influence the law of the land. And we also need to look at it at a local and state level also. It's important all the way around, and hopefully this event will try and bring that into full circle for everyone that attends. The, the action would be exactly what we're doing now in providing people with information about registering to vote. My first uh, voting year was 1996. It was not that long ago, but uh, uh, it's kind of different every year. But definitely this year is going to be totally different. Like I said, you know, a woman and a very controver controversial uh, person are running as president, uh, and we have to set up our minds definitely you know, on which one we, we wanted to go for. New Mexico, the biggest thing we need is early education. I think if we provide that foundation, it'll help alleviate a lot of the problems that we have, like overall child well-being and just overall the economy of our state for the future, and I think people need to see the long term of it. We learned that we have learned that our communities are systematically oppressed by so many systems that are keeping our communities with fear, that are keeping our communities uh, away from resources like education. I think bringing it full circle with um, other campaigns that Olay and some of the other orgs that are out here for, we're looking out for, I mean, the early ed funding, we're looking out for labor, labor rights, excuse me, um, like we're trying to get earned paid sick days on the ballot next year. For the people who are not sure who they're gonna vote for, and for the people who can vote, for the people who can register to vote, I would say register to vote and go out and vote. And if, you, if you're undecided and you're not, you're, you're not gonna vote, think about your privilege. Think about the privilege of you being able to vote because not everybody in New Mexico can vote. Yo estoy este, parada aquí por la uh, comunidad hispana. Es la menos, uh, es la más indiferente. Y como, como, como hispana, yo estoy aquí uh, tratando de empujar a esa gente que salgan de la indiferencia, que eh, pongan en su mente qué trae cada candidato y qué es lo que les va a afectar positivamente de cada candidato. There's many people who, living in New Mexico who are immigrants, who are undocumented who are refugees, who are residents and not U.S. citizens yet, that do not have that privilege of going out to vote. So think about your, your, your ability and that, that big, big privilege. Y que cuando ellos puedan votar, salgan a votar. Y que no se queden indiferentes en la casa diciendo, no importa, mi voto no, no cuenta. Claro que sí, mi voto cuenta. Y si hay alguien que no puede votar, yo soy la voz de esas personas que no pueden votar.
Vanessa, Maria, Jessica, and Hayan, thank you so much for your commitment to voter advocacy. The work you do in our communities ensures that New Mexicans are equipped with the tools to engage in our democratic process. What really stood out to me was Hayan's statement to never waste your privilege to vote. So many have fought for us to exercise that privilege, and it's important that we don't let it go to waste. So thank you. As a first-time voter, I often wonder how much my vote will have an impact in the grand scheme of things. Thank you all for reminding us the importance of voter participation. I know when, the no I know when November 8th rolls around, we will all do our part to show up and vote in our local and national elections. But until then, sit back, relax, and enjoy these next few songs. Here's 909 Schloff Balloons by Nina and Imagine by John Lennon. It's time for another community calendar. This week we bring you TED Talks, trunks full of candy, and even some exploding pumpkins. And see, I don't know how I feel about eating candy out of some dude's trunk, but I told myself I would try anything once. Oh my goodness, Matthew. Well, if candy isn't your thing, these next week are sure to have something you will appreciate. Awesome. Lay it on me. Okay, well, do you like smashing pumpkins? Honestly, I think their music is like super nihilistic and a bit overrated. No, not the band Smashing Pumpkins, the jack-o'-lantern kind. On November 5th, Project Feed the Hood is hosting the 7th annual Pumpkin Smash. Now that sounds awesome. Where is this all going down? The event takes place at the Isa Rey Garduño Community Garden at 1310 Wesley Drive Southeast. Count me in. Who do I call and what time should I show up? Well, the smashing begins at 10 a.m. and ends around 2 p.m. There will be food and activities for folks of all ages. As an added bonus, attendees are welcome to decorate a float that will appear in November's Dia de los Muertos Parade. For more information, you can call 505-620-1467. Awesome sauce, consider me sold. You know, I've got an event that I think you might be interested in. 
Oh, do tell. Well, Just Cause is hosting their annual Halloween party on Sunday, October 30th from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. at the Carrie Cosplay Cafe. A party, you say? I'm intrigued. This one's all-inclusive and features everything from live music to food and games. Best of all, there will be a costume contest with prizes for first, second, and third place. Costume, prizes, and food, I'm so there. The event takes place at 3700 Osuna Road Northeast. For more information, you can contact Just Cause at 505-433-4440. That sounds really awesome, Matthew. Thank you for sharing. So what other cool things are happening around town? Well, there's quite a few. Have you heard about the Women of the World opening reception? That's the event at Tortuga Art Gallery, right? Bingo. The opening reception kicks off on Friday, November 4th, from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. and highlights the work of artist Jade Leva as well as Carrie and Sparrow Bergen. The art presented at Tortuga is centered around the beauty, resilience, and strength of women across multiple cultures and borders. This sounds like a really powerful way to honor the women who help build and uphold our communities. Where's Tortuga located again? The Tortuga Art Gallery is at 901 Edith Boulevard Southeast. For more information on this event, you can call Tortuga at 505-506-0820. You know, going off of that, I have an event that you might be interested in. On October 28th, TED Talk will be hosting TEDx ABQ Women 2016 at the African American Performing Arts Center on 310 San Pedro Drive Northeast. Que vive la mujeres! Absolutamente. The event runs from 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. and addresses our relationship with science, technology, and the roles these tools play in our lives. The topics will be explored through the voices of some of Albuquerque's most influential women, including, including those who do not prescribe to the gender binary and those who are self-identified. Anyone I might know in particular? See, I can't give everything away. If you want those deets, you'll just have to show up and see for yourself. For more information, you can visit TEDxABQ.com and check out all of the guest speakers and the event schedule. Thanks for the heads up. So, Matthew, remember earlier when I said there will be an event featuring a trunk full of candy? Yes, and I'm no less creeped out by the idea, but my mama raised me to be open-minded, so let's hear what it's all about. Well, Carrington College is hosting an event called Trunk or Treat, which features, you guessed it, a trunk full of refined sugar and empty calories. Oh my goodness, you have already won me over. <gasps> Hold on, I'm just getting started. This event takes place Friday, October 28th from 5.30 p.m. to 7 p.m. at Carrington College, which is just off of 101 Manal Boulevard Northeast. Attendees are encouraged to bring the whole family and dress up in spooky attire. All right, all right, that does sound pretty cool. You see, I told you you'd love it. For more information on Trunk or Treat, call 505-254-7777. October and November are my favorite times of the year, so be sure to take advantage of everything our beautiful state has to offer. That's it for this week's community calendar. Make sure to tune in next week for another compilation of awesome events happening in a barrio near you. Now, to inspire the superhero in all of us, here's Radioactive by Imagine Dragons. I'm waking up to I wipe my brow and I sweat my rust I'm breathing in the chemicals I'm breaking in, shaking
You just heard Fortunate Son by Credence Clearwater Revival. Unfortunately, we've come to the end of another great show. Stay connected with us. Check out our website, generationjustice.org, where you can listen to all of our past radio programs, see music playlists, read our blogs, watch videos, and so much more. Our podcasts are available on iTunes, so be sure to subscribe. We're also active on social media, so be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We'd like to give a special, a special thanks to our guests for tonight, Vanessa Garcia, Maria Gonzalez, Kristin Gamboa, Jainu Galde, and Andrea Serrano. Production assistance for tonight's show is thanks to Roberta Rael, George Luna Peña, Alicia Hernandez, and Matthew Brown. An extra special thanks to Kateri Zuni for engineering and Kamarima, Kamarima Umi for being genuinely awesome. Generation Justice is funded by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation, with additional funding from the McCune Foundation, Konalma Health Foundation, and of course, all of you who have contributed to our project by visiting our website and clicking Donate. I'm Matthew Brown. And I'm Alisa Hernandez. Before we go, we'd like to remind our listeners to continue paying attention to what's going on in Standing Rock, North Dakota, and give support however you can. There will be a benefit for Standing Rock Saturday, October 29th at 5 p.m. For those interested in attending, please call 505-400-3635. Coming up on KUNM is Spoken Word, so stay tuned and join us next Sunday at 7 o'clock. Good night, woke folk, and remember, tomorrow's another day, and you are loved. You know I'm not one to break promises. I don't want to hurt you, but I need to breathe. At the end of it all, you're still my best friend. But there's something inside that I need to release Which way is right, which way is wrong How do I say that I need to move on You know we had this Strange world, hoping I could learn a bit about how to give and take.